the United Nations Socialistic Global Governing Online College, the location of the Third Temple, does the earth only have nine years left, as some are teaching? Interfaithism, gathering all religions for a world religion. Stakeholder capitalism, the road to socialism. The increase of an anti-Semitism and continuing efforts towards an Israeli-Palestinian peace. China, Russia, and Iran joint naval drills and more, much more. All prophetic and all in the headlines today, which is why we will analyze these events on this edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. Now, that tease was a mouthful, wasn't it? (laughs) There's so much going on in the news. I had a lot of this put together on Friday's program, and I thought, man, I mean, the calls just started coming in, and we had a great program Friday, but I I just couldn't, I I couldn't not go over some of this today. So... Here we go. We'll get through as much of it as we can. Just prophetic fulfillments happening like this. So, prophecies do foretell the Antichrist will rule over a socialistic world government. The world government is depicted in Scripture as a seven-headed, ten-horned beast. Now, we always go straight to Revelation 17.3, but I want you to consider something. Revelation 12, 3. It tells us this about the dragon, or we know as Satan. The Bible says, And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon. Notice red, very symbolic. A great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. Now, this is one chapter before the world governing prophecy is given in Revelation 13, verses 1 and 2 of the seven-headed, ten-horned beast. Many times we don't mention Revelation 12, 3. But I want you to notice that the dragon here, again, the dragon is Satan, has seven heads and ten horns. And obviously it's symbolic. There's not a seven-headed, ten-horned dragon flying around somewhere. This is symbolism. But it's interesting to notice that the world government beast representing the Antichrist, again, having seven heads and ten horns in Revelation 13 and 17, it, it, this teaches us that the governments of this world are made in Satan's image, this world governing body, because Satan is the god of this age. Revelation 13 is the efforts of Satan, the mastermind of all that, to establish his kingdom here on the earth. And so, 
the world governing body is made in the image of Satan. And what he's trying to do is mastermind. And this is what the Bible's telling us. The Bible, I'm telling you, there's no book like it on the planet. And if you get into deep into some of these prophecies, it all fits together perfectly. Well, Revelation 17.3 is another account. And it says, um, John said, And he carried me away into the spirit, into the wilderness, where I saw a woman sitting on a, the same thing, a scarlet colored or a red beast, full of the names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And then there are other end time prophecies that tell us red in Bible prophecy symbolizes the ideology of socialism or communism. So I wanted to lay a little groundwork here before we got way deep off into this. The United Nations has always been red. And where I'm going with this is we're headed towards this college uh, course that I went through by the United Nations. I want to lay some groundwork here so that way when we get there you understand what's going on and the gravity of the situation. So the United Nations has always been red or had the ideology of socialism. So it's a 2,000 year old prophecy of the end time world government and it's been in the works for decades. The United Nations, the the UN is is the very seat of that world government. From its inception, the political ideology of this governing structure, global governing structure I should say, is exactly what prophecy says it would be, socialistic. Obviously one of the key men uh, responsible for the formation of the UN, it was Alger Hiss. Now you say, well we may have heard this before. I was talking to an individual, a friend of mine last night, Uh, I go to church with him and he asked me, Dave, have you ever heard of the Bilderbergs? Now, you guys know what we teach, what we've taught for decades now. And we've talked about the Bilderbergs a million times. And I thought, you know what? I thought we had pretty much saturated Dallas with this material, at least, because we've been on, on the radio in Dallas there till, since 98. And I found out one of my friends that goes to church with me was asking me about the Bilderbergs. And I thought... You've got to be kidding me. We've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> and so if you don't understand about the Bilderbergs, that's another topic for another program, but that would be the very surface knowledge of the world government and all these different things that have happened over the years. So I, I want to make sure that everybody listening understands what's going on. So one of the key American men that were, was responsible for the formation of the United Nations, he was the architect of the charter was Alger Hiss. He organized the American delegation and served as the acting Secretary General at the first United Nations meeting. Uh, Alger Hiss also served on the steering committee and executive committees and was charged with the responsibility of actually writing the charter. So, after playing this such a dominant role in developing the charter for the United Nations, In the founding conference, three years later, he was convicted in courts of lying, they caught him for perjury, to cover his activities as a communist spy. So to this day, not one word of the original charter written by Hiss 
has changed. And the United Nations still functions as a socialistic or a communistic one world government. Now, from the beginning, every secretary general has fully supported the socialistic platform of the United Nations. The current secretary general, Antonio Guterres, he was president of the Socialist International, the number one socialist on the planet from 1999 to 2005. He's now the current secretary general of the United Nations. And so I just wanted you to hear some groundwork because I'm fixing to get very detailed in some different topics that you need to understand, but you've got to lay the groundwork because this has been happening for decades now, folks, and we're seeing the culmination of it. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Major Internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. So Antonio, Antonio Guterres, current Secretary General of the United Nations, he was the president of the Socialist International. Well, the Declaration of the Socialist International endorsed at the Council uh, Conference held in Oslo back in June of 1962. It states this, and I'm quoting, The ultimate objective of the parties of the Socialist International is nothing less than world government. So, I mean, they're not even trying to hide what they're doing, right? Well, so that leads us to the Sustainable Development Goals. The reason I wanted to lay the groundwork for that is because you know and I know that everything, that all of the edicts, all of the propaganda, everything that comes from the United Nations will be socialistic, right? That's their ideology. So everything they put out, if they put out propaganda, it is in an effort to push their socialistic agenda. And I'm telling you, you go to this, 
this online college that I'm talking about, and you can see exactly what I'm saying. It is socialistic all the way through. We have people, very high up people here in the United States, that are pushing, pushing, pushing for this. So, the Sustainable Development Goals. You have to understand this before I get into the college. The Sustainable Development Goals, unanimously adopted by 193 member nations of the United Nations, including the United States under the Obama administration, on September 25, 2015. They make up the international communities, the United Nations, 15-year socialistic blueprint for global governance for every person on the planet. They even named it Transforming Our World, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. And it's basically a universal policy agenda designed to convert the nations of the world into a global community governed by the United Nations. Now... You say, well, I didn't even know about the 17 Sustainable Development Goals. That's the problem. If you don't understand these, in other words, um, the, the Bible says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Well, that, that goes in many other areas than just Scripture. For the lack of knowledge, when people lack knowledge, they can put things on you and you have no clue about what's going on. There's no resistance. I mean, it's like, just tell me what you want me to do, Right? So this, this agenda, this Sustainable Development Goals, there are 17 main goals accompanied underneath them by 169 targets designed to manage the planet. The reason I say it's socialistic is because the plan includes socialistic principles. The number one, wealth redistribution. And the plan actually states that the reduction of inequality, this is a big thing in our society today inequality, the, the Communist Manifesto, the haves and the has-nots, have-nots. You have the proletarians in the Communist Manifesto and the bourgeoisie, the haves and the have-nots. And they said, hey, there's a big um, Grand Canyon gap between these and we need to equal out the playing field. So what do they want to do? Take from the haves, give to the have-nots. The problem is that's never worked in any society ever. Well, the Sustainable Development Goals, that's exactly what they're wanting to do. Because why? The United Nations ideology, remember, socialism. So, they actually state that, hey, this reduction of inequality will only be possible if wealth is shared and income inequality is addressed. So, rather than educating people and doing all this, trying to bring them out of poverty, no. We're just going to take from the rich, give to the poor. We're going to tax them, tax them, tax them. And what happens is when, they, when the government taxes and gives to the poor, guess what happens? Everybody becomes more and more dependent upon the government. That's exactly the whole scheme, everybody. World government. Now, I refer to it as global governance of every aspect of every person on the earth because... The plan states, we will commit to making fundamental changes in the way our societies produce and consume goods and services. Governments, international organizations, the business sector, and other non-state actors and individuals must contribute to changing unsustainable consumption and production patterns. I never heard about this stuff till a few years ago. The ruse 
is that humans are using the earth's resources at such a rate that nothing will be left for future generations. And therefore, the United Nations, the world government, must establish this master plan to govern the earth's citizens. They want to, in a true socialistic form, redistribute the wealth of the world so that everyone is considered equal. They want to control the production and consumption of every person. Strive to achieve universal health care. Control the climate. Manage our cities and infrastructure. Govern the oceans and govern land usage along with all ecosystems. And they want to govern your businesses, business owners. Are you listening? Okay, I'll get to that in a moment. So this is the Sustainable Development Goals. This is World Government 101. Now, I um, attended online a a, um, socialistic, I say socialistic, college course. It's the United Nations has put out a Sustainable Development Goals Academy, the SDG Academy. Oh, man, this is, I, I know what the Sustainable Development Goals, it's a plan for world government, a socialistic plan. So I want to check this out. So I go down through there, I start looking at the topics, and I thought, man, this is as socialistic as it gets. Surely the United States isn't buying into this. Well, there's a lot of people that are. But if you don't understand, um, a, lot of pe- a lot of people that are buying into it and pushing it, they totally understand what they're doing. But a lot of people that don't understand, they're just saying, well, hey, we want the free college. We want the, 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 all the handouts and we want all this. Not realizing that there are a million strings attached to that and that it all comes down to, when they talk about, when, when Joe Biden and all these guys talk, talk about, I'm going to tax the rich. Some people sit back and say, yeah, that's a good thing. Tax the rich. And, I'm, and we're going to provide free college and free health care and free all this other stuff. And we're going to tax the rich to pay for it. And they're going to pay their fair share and, you know, all this stuff. And if they should be paying their fair share, great. However, if it comes down to implementing socialism in America, I want everything to be done fairly and above board, right? We don't want socialism here. I don't want them taxing people to death, bankrupting people, and... and all of us having to become dependent upon the government for all of their subsidies for health care and all this because government dependency would it would bankrupt our country it would put us under a totalitarian government and that's something we don't want right so one of the courses the one that I went through in this academy is called sustainable development the post capitalist order that's exactly what they're trying to do this course Go, it's huge. I mean, it took forever, but it is designed to train you, to, to um, get your mind believing in, hey, capitalism is a bad thing. And that we need to implement a system of wealth redistribution. We need to move to a... They didn't say shareholder but they and, not, and stakeholder, but that's exactly what they're trying to do. They were really, 
The guy was really slick, the teacher. And so he said, we need to move into this uh, wealth redistribution. When people start talking about wealth redistribution, think socialism. Uh, and so the, the course description, listen at this very closely. This is in the very beginning. Hey, here's our course description. And I'm quoting, our present system of global capitalism is flawed. While it has produced immense wealth and economic growth in nearly all regions of the world, it has also prioritized profits over people and harmful consumption practices over the needs of our planet. Sustainable development must bring about a new world order. Come on, you guys know what we teach? New world order is world government. We've talked about it for years and years. This course says, hey, sustainable development must bring about a, world, a new world order to replace the vices of global capitalism, ensuring development, human well-being, and environmental safety. This course presents Agenda 2030 and the Sustainable Development Goals as the necessary successor to laissez-faire style capitalism. Laissez-faire is no government intervention. They want to replace that with what? Government intervention in our economy. That makes you you going to sleep a little better tonight, right? And it emphasizes the urgency of embracing sustainable development objectives to transform our economy into a more reactive, efficient, inclusive, and environmentally conscious system. Inclusive, think about going from shareholder to stakeholder. I'll get to that in a minute. Now... It it goes on to say, and I'm still quoting from the course, uh, what the course is all about. The self-paced, massive, open online course provides an in-depth look at the shortcomings of our current and past global economies, shows why and how sustainable development has become the universally prioritized agenda for the future of our world. And it says this is the main goal of the course. The social democratic countries, and so that, that is the main goal of the course, is that they would um, move us off of shareholder onto stakeholder capitalism. It's what Klaus Schwab is talking about with the Great Reset. It's all this build back better. All of these different things that counsel for inclusive capitalism. My prophecy conference I'm teaching this year goes way deep into all of this. Proves it all. I got video clips and all kinds of stuff. And it's, I'm telling you, I was, I've, I've been researching this stuff for months and months. And, and um, I, I come up with the lesson November, December, and then Glenn Beck comes out with his book, Great, The Great Reset, January 11th. And it's saying everything I've been talking about and I'm teaching in my conference. And so, wow, what a, it, it, this is what's happening to our world right now. I, I know we need to deal with covid I understand all that. But these people are using... Look at how our world has completely changed since COVID started. And, I mean, the chip shortage, the, 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 the automobile shortage, the gas prices went up. I mean, imagine everything. It's by grand design, folks. This didn't happen by accident. And you, do I know that somebody created the COVID-19 and all that? I don't, I don't really know. 
All I know is, is that the Bible says there's going to be a socialistic, one world governing body in the end time. And I'm sitting here looking at this thing coming down the pike so fast. It's like watching the Indy 500. I mean, these things are flying by and it's hard for me to keep up. And I, I live in this stuff. So the, the course actually says this. And I'm quoting. The Social Democrat, and this is how they're selling it, okay? But I want you to understand the amount of control that these people have. It says, the Social Democratic countries of Northern Europe tend to tax themselves a lot. How would you like that to happen here in America? I mean, a lot more than what we're already taxed. They say overall tax collections in Norway, Denmark, and Sweden tend to be around 50% of the national income. Whereas tax collections in the United States, they're talking down to us, tax collections in the United States are around 30% of the U.S. national income. The Scandinavian countries are taxing 20% more of their gross national product. And what do these th- or what are these funds going towards? Well, so now, what, here's what's happening. They tax people to death, but the government, the all-wonderful government, provides universal services, universal health care, universal access to education, free tuition, virtually free tuition at the higher level, universal paid leave for parents, universal high education, time available for all workers, irrespective of their particular jobs, universal access for quality, early childhood development and daycare, Universal access to job training. In an individual, if an individual wants a job or job training or needs retaining to get a new job, they'll help with that. So they say, now this is in the college, I'm quoting this. This is what the instructor told us. He says, so the social democracies are allowing market forces to function, but they're taxing heavily and they're using the tax collections to redistribute income and for the generous universal provisions of public service. The government is controlling everything. You understand. We will allow people to own businesses and create wealth, but we're going to tax them to death, and we're going to use that to just, by the goodness of the heart of the government, we're going to give all these subsidies to people, and we're going to, we're going, it's redistribution of wealth. But it's leading to control everybody. Everybody gets these free things rolling around in their mind. They think free social, free um, health care and free this. Folks, nothing is free. The way you pay for those free things is by your freedom. And so that's exactly what they're trying to do here in the United States. Talk about it more on the other side of the break. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
when you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99. You can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Now, I I know that you might be saying, wow, I mean, uh, you know, what can we do? I'm scared. You've told me about all this stuff and now I'm scared to death. Well, I'm living in the same world that you're living in. But this old world is not my home. I'm just passing through. And I told our um, staff this morning that if I didn't have my hand in the Lord's hand and was trusting Him and, and had my hope and faith and trust in Him, who has always brought me through. The Lord has never failed me one time. Never. I've failed Him many times. But He's never failed me. The Bible says, All things work together for good to them who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. If I, did not ha- if I was not serving Jesus Christ, have my hand in His hand, talking to Him on a daily basis studying His Word, led by His Spirit, I would be of great concern. And I am concerned for America. But it's not to the point where I get into fear mode. What all of this talk does for me, and at End Time Ministries here, all of us, our staff, it gives me a sense of urgency that says, look, this is coming down fast. The Bible says just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ, There will be a socialistic world governing body running the world by a a very devious, demonically possessed individual and his cohort, the false prophet. He will be the Antichrist. The reason I'm talking to you about this with great fervor today is because, folks, we do not have very much time left until the second coming of Jesus Christ. And if you do not have your hand in His hand, if you're not serving Him, and you say, well, hey, I'm, when, I, when all this stuff starts coming down, I'm going to rely on my intellect. I'm going to rely on my ingenuity. And, you know, I've always been able to figure things out, and I can figure stuff out as we go along. Okay, that's, the mind, that's one mindset. But there will come a time when your intellect, you won't know what to do. What we do 
and what I, a lot of my, I mean, I've got, I know people all over the world that are doing this, but they are people that are led by the Spirit of God. They talk, they, they talk to God and they can feel an unction. He's moving on them. This happened all through the New Testament. People were led by the Spirit of God. And actually through the whole Bible. And they, the Bible says, they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So you can walk through this stuff. I know it sounds ominous. I know it does. However, I, I do, I'm not here to try to produce fear in you. I'm not fear-mongering. I'm not sensationalizing. That's not my goal here today. Please don't misunderstand what I'm trying to do. I simply am wanting to tell you what the Bible prophesied 2,000 years ago is coming to pass in great detail. I mean, I couldn't have dreamed up some of this stuff that's happening to happen this close to what the Bible says. And we're living in it. Folks, this is just one of the prophecies. I'm going to try to get to more. I know this has taken me a little time, but I, you've got to understand what are my intentions? What is the goal of End Time Ministries? To show you how close we are to the second coming of Jesus Christ and to help prepare you for that time. And you do not have to live in fear. I know about this stuff. I study this all the time. I'm reading Glenn Beck's Great Reset book as we speak. And, but I'm not afraid because I know who holds tomorrow. And so, yes, we do talk about it, but I want you to understand, I want to help you. If you're not a born-again individual, if you're not serving Jesus Christ, that's the entire reason for this program. And this a whole reason for End Time Ministries and all of our televisions and DVDs and everything we do. The Jerusalem Prophecy College, Into the Age Plus, is to prepare you for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And we use prophecy to say, look, here's how close we are. Prophecy, build your faith in the Word of God because it's talked about thousands of years ago and now it's coming to pass. And Jesus said, I tell you these things before they come to pass that when they come to pass, you might do what? You might believe. It builds your faith in the only book that you can look back to thousands of years old and see how prophecies are coming to pass right now. That's what I'm doing here today. I'm showing you how the Bible says there's going to be a world government, a socialistic world governing body, just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ, and it's happening. So let me go a little bit further in this college course. They say, hey, the Scandinavian countries, they're taxing their people to death, but they're giving out all kinds of free stuff by the government. They're government dependent. We don't want to be that way. We came out from under a tyrannical government, King George, because we wanted to be free, right? And we set up a capitalistic system where if you wanted to work, you could make money, have a profit, better yourself. That's the way it works. It's not government taking from you and then giving it back with a million strings attached. That's what this system they're wanting to do. The Sustainable Development Goals is all about. So, they say the Scandinavian countries, they're taxing their people to death and give them all, all kinds of free stuff. But in the United States, and I'm quoting, in the United States, by contrast, there are very much less redistribution of income, which is a good thing. What you get is what you keep at the household, but then the result is a huge inequality of outcomes. Why is that? 
Well, the, the thing is, is that being equal is not a guaranteed right in the United States. Who said that that was a guaranteed right? Who did? If somebody wants to lay home on the couch and somebody else wants to get out and start a business and take all the risk and build a business up to where it's making a billion dollars a year, that individual deserves to reap the rewards from taking the risk, right? But a socialistic, communistic ideology would say, no, look at the inequalities. We need to bring all that down. The problem is they don't want to bring anybody that's the guy sitting at home on the couch. They don't want to bring him out of that. They want to bring all these people that have taken business risks and bring them down so the government can control everything. That's the goal of it all. Glenn Beck's talking about this oligarchy and all these different things. I mean, he's right. He's reading my notes from my prophecy lesson that I'm teaching this year. It's unbelievable. He's walking right down it in his book. And I, I, I put this together back months ago. And then when he came out with the book, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I, it's like he heard one of my programs or something. I, I, I don't even know if he even knows who I am. And that's fine. But I'm just saying... This is happening, folks. And the news media, you know, they, they're just kind of almost making fun of the guy. And what he's telling, now I don't know, I don't, I don't, don't know if I agree with everything he talks about, but on this one, he's spot on. So, the, this college goes on to say, again, this is what the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals, are all about. Wealth through distribution and, and getting the populace. Um, no, th- I'm not, this is me, I'm not quoting them. It's, this is getting the populace more and more dependent upon the government. It's what it's all about. Moving off of shareholder capitalism onto stakeholder. I've talked about that recently. It's basically um, the government intervention. Remember, it t- said we need to move th- to the successor of laissez-faire, uh, and, and laissez-faire economy. Laissez-faire, no government intervention. They want the government and society to be able to come into you, the business owner, and say, okay, yes, you can build your business, build it as big as you want. But we, the government, will tell you what to do with the profits. So you think the government doesn't run everything? Boy, that's going to make you want to get out of bed in the morning and just run and get, just work your fingers to the bone to make that business successful, right? Why? You don't get to control the profits. So why do you think socialism has never, socialism, communism, it's never been successful in any country because there's no incentive, right? Now, I, I, I looked at another college course that they have on here because it's just propaganda, folks. It's, it's United Nations propaganda, the whole thing. All they want to do is control you. But in the United States, they realized back after World War II, we couldn't defeat them militarily. So we need to come in and do it by vote and by changing ideologies and indoctrinating the kids. And that's what's happening. So another course is called Laudato Si, On Care for Our Common Home. And I went through this this morning, looked at all the different things, and you understand that Pope Francis was so, his encyclical, Laudato Si, it was put out back in um, 2015. 
it was, uh, so Pope Francis's encyclical was put out in June of 2015. Conveniently, the um, Sustainable Development Goals were signed in September of 2015, the Paris Climate Agreement in December of 2015. It was all by grand design because the encyclical is pushing the Sustainable Development Goals. And they also allowed the Pope to speak the day the vote was going to be held at the United Nations to adopt the Sustainable Development Goals. They moved the meeting back one hour to allow him to speak first. Why? Well, to get all the religion, to get all the religions and the, the individuals who um, are under his influence to adopt these things. So he was so influential in getting these adopted that, that the um, the Sustainable Development Academy. They have one course that was solely devoted to uh, guiding students through the basic structure of the Laudato Si message, the, the, it, the diagnosis, of, uh, diagnosis of ecological crisis, an overview of its theological and philosophical underpinnings. He's pushing for a world government, but he's using some religion to do that. And also some, a little fear-mongering. So if the evaluation of the human behavior at its roots, the need for institutional solutions, and the call for personal action. You know, as I looked at it, I thought, man, the course should have been called Global Governance 101. And after going through all of the ways that we're supposedly destroying the planet by pushing the United Nations propaganda of human-induced global warming... Pope Francis finally provides his solution. Guess what the solution is to all of this human-induced global warming? World government. Did you think it would be anything else? Why do you think this is, they have a course in this college specifically devoted to the Laudato Sea Encyclical? Because again, what's the ideology of the, of the United Nations? Socialism. World government. So all this propaganda that's put out, it's not because they just love Dave Robbins down here just north of Dallas, Texas. They could care less about me. What they want is world government. We want a socialistic one world government. But we can't call it that, so we're calling it the Sustainable Development Goals. Doesn't that sound wonderful? And so I know I'm kind of hammered down on this stuff, but the thing is, is that it's being pushed on our societies, and I know where it's going to end up. It's going to end up in a full-on one-world governing body. And I don't want to see the United States in that. I don't believe the United States will be fully wrapped up in all this anyway. That's, of course, that comes from the prophecies of the Bible. But we've got to talk about this stuff because you're not going to get it on the nightly news. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. So how does the how does Pope Francis call for a world governing body in his encyclical? He gives all the fear-mongering tactics. Hey, we're going to destroy the planet. Human-induced global warming. They're put, we're putting off too many carbon emissions. You're driving too many SUVs, big pickup trucks, all of your cars, all of the coal-fired power plants, the, the oil and gas industry. And we need to move off of that because we're destroying the planet, right? And... He goes all the way down through there telling about all the bad things that are happening and we as Christians are sinning against the earth because we are, it's, it's part of our family, uh, mother earth, um, sister and brother wind and fire. and I mean, all this is in there. But then all the way down at the bottom, it says this and I'm quoting. It's, the Pope writes this, given this situation, it is essential to devise stronger and more efficiently organized international institutions with functionaries who are appointed fairly by agreement among national governments and empowered to impose sanctions. If you don't line up, then we want to be able to impose sanctions on you. As Benedict XVI has affirmed in continuity, get this, with the social teachings of the church to manage the global economy, to revise economies hit by the crisis, to avoid any deterioration of the present crisis and the greater imbalances that would result, to bring about integral and timely, here it is, disarmament? What's that got to do with it? Because it's United Nations propaganda, everybody. Remember, food security and peace to guarantee the protection of the environment, and to regulate migration for all of this. There is an urgent need of a true world political authority or a world government, as my predecessor, John 23, indicated some years ago. Folks, that's what the entire encyclical Laudato Si' was designed to call for and to push. The Sustainable Development Goals, which is a push of world government, getting the nations on board to bow down to the edicts of these goals. And it is one of the courses on the Sustainable Development Goal Academy put out by the United Nations. It's free. You can go and take it. Now, very detailed. Um, There's quizzes. There's all kinds of stuff. But, I mean, if you want to go through it all, there's lots of courses. Sustainable Development Goal Academy. Go check it out. You can go through the, the course that I went through took forever. And I mean, wow. And so I got to a point where I was scrolling and looking for stuff I wanted rather than listening to the guy talk. And, uh, but if you want to go through it all, it's World, World Government 101. That's what they're pushing. And so um, I just wanted you to know about it because we're living through this stuff. When they talk about Build Back Better, 
the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, the Great Reset, all this stuff. They're all just dancing around and putting dip, lip, lipstick on different things. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? And so, World Government 101, it's Revelation chapter 13. And it's revealing, it's God revealing what Satan's master plan in the end time. World government, world religion, the mark of the beast. And so what you say, Dave, what are you saying here? You got me scared out of my mind. Okay, again, I want to make sure that you know that as a Christian individual, we're not supposed to be afraid. I'm not afraid of this stuff. Do you think um, the apostles were afraid when when the, uh, the Roman government was right there just breathing down their neck and they still preached and teach the gospel of the kingdom of God? Into Jesus said Judea, Samaria, and uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. He said, that's what you would do when you're endued from power, with power from on high. You will be witnesses unto me. So I'm sitting here, and I understand this stuff. I, I mean, I understand enough to know it's happening right now, and it's prophesied in the Bible. But yet I'm not scared. I'm not in fear mode. Because I know that I have my hand in the one, like I said, that holds tomorrow. And if I get into fear mode, then I'll be paralyzed. I'll be put in a jail cell in my mind and I won't even want to get out of bed in the morning. So, you got to overcome fear. You overcome fear by faith. Fear and faith, two opposite things. And so that's why you need to do things to build your faith. What the Bible says that just shall live by faith. Um, Hebrews chapter 11. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so, build your faith. Get in a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. Be born again. Trust God. Be led by the Spirit of God. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and He will direct your paths. You say, well, you know, I, I understand that's important, but, I mean, the Antichrist is going to be just cutting everybody's heads off. Listen, the Bible says in Revelation 11, 32 and 33, During the time of the Antichrist, they that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits, and they that understand among the people shall instruct many. How are we going to do that if the Antichrist is just thumbed down on everybody? Will there be persecution? Yes, the Bible says there will be. I, you say, well, what about you, Dave Robbins? You know, I heard my father-in-law talk about this many times. I asked him, "What are we going? What, what, what? You know, what are we going to do? <laughs> uh, because we're on the radio and television, and and um, they're trying to silence our voice." Listen, folks, you cannot believe some of the censorship and different things that conservative news sources and radio programs and television programs are facing right now, especially on. Facebook, Google, YouTube, Twitter, all these different things. They're, they're, they're blocking our voice. So I asked my father-in-law, uh, well, you know, hey, what, what, what happens if uh, we, we're persecuted for this and, and you know, need to, that something happens and they, we're going to take our life? And he said, look, he said, I believe we're going to be here till the end. I believe that we're going to be teaching and preaching the gospel all the way to the second coming of Jesus Christ. But he said, if I'm supposed to be martyred, then 
if that's God's will for me, I'm going to make sure I'm ready to go at all times. And if that's God's will, then that's what I want. I'll just have to go through it. You know what that did for me? I love the guy. He, 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 nothing rattled him. He was just solid as a rock. He never was afraid. And I thought, Dave, that's what you've got to be like. When, when, when if, obviously he's gone. And it's left up to us now, folks. You and me. And many others. I mean, we've got a worldwide church and stuff, but I'm just saying, you and me here on the radio today, it's left up to us. So what do we do? I'm going to do exactly what Irvin Baxter did. I'm going to make sure that I am ready to go every single day. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I love you, and I'll worship you today, and if I've done anything wrong, please forgive me. And I need your help today. I need you to lead and guide my life because should you come for me today? Now, I know the rapture is not going to happen today. I know enough about Bible prophecy. we got a few years yet. But I'm not promised tomorrow morning, folks. So I've got to make sure I'm ready to go. Once you've got that set and you're living as a Christian and you're enduring to the end, guess what? It becomes not about me staying saved, but it becomes about me getting other people saved. And I can't save anybody, but I know the one who can. And I know what it takes to be saved. Jesus told Nicodemus, except a man's born again, he can't enter or see the kingdom of God. When we send you to a church, uh, Irvin Baxter, uh, many of us, Doug Norvell, myself, We've been sending people to church for decades now, folks. When I send you to a church, it's going to be the kind of church that will teach the true plan of salvation, how to be born again, and you can get in that church and become a member of that church and go to heaven. I won't just send you to any church. I'll send you to a correct church. You say, well, all churches are correct. Oh, no, 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 no. You need to make sure you're going to a correct church. There's a lot of churches that are teaching a lot of things out there, folks. You better know what you're believing and you better know what you're getting taught. Wow, I hadn't even planned on talking about this. But the thing is, is that you need to go to a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that's going to teach you the truth. The Bible says you shall know the truth, the truth will set you free. If you're not in the truth, then you're in bondage. The truth will set you free. Free from that bondage. And so that's what we're doing here at End Time Ministries. That's the goal, is we're teaching Bible prophecy. We're letting people know how close we are, putting a sense of urgency in people, saying, look, you need to get ready to go. If you're not ready to go, let's, let's talk about that. Let's get everybody ready. And that's why we've sent people to so many churches. I wanted to do this at the end of this program. I mean, I I didn't touch near all my topics. But you need to know about this stuff because it's affecting you right now. They're trying to implement many of these sustainable development goals in America. This is not China, Russia, North Korea. This is America we're talking about. And so I don't want to see that happen here. 
Am I going to storm the White House? Absolutely not. I know the one who's in control of all of this, folks. His name's Jesus Christ. All I got to do is take my direction from Him. And I do that by leading a godly life, a godly lifestyle, to the best of my ability. If I make a mistake, I get on my knees and I say, Lord, forgive me. And I get right up and I keep on trucking. I'm not going to let Satan derail me because I made a mistake. You say, well, hey, we can go sin and do whatever we want. No, you can't. If you've got that in your mindset, you're off. But if you're doing the best you can to serve God, and for some reason you make a mistake, get down, ask the Lord to forgive you, and get up and keep on trucking. Because anybody under the sound of my voice can make this thing, folks. You can do it. We can do it together. That's what we're here to do is to help you. We love each and every one of you. Jesus Christ loves everybody under the sound of my voice. You say, yeah, Dave, I I know, but I did um, this sin 15 years ago, and I know that God couldn't love me. That's a lie from Satan. You say, I know, Dave, but I I walked away from the Lord, and I was serving Him, and I walked away, and I got into this horrible lifestyle, and I'm doing this, that, and the other, and He can never bring me back. That's a lie from Satan. I've seen people brought back from stuff you can't imagine, delivered from lifestyles, and addictions, and just you, uh, people that were in prison that had committed murder. And I've seen them all come out and be saved. So don't let Satan warp your mind and say, well, you can't do this. You, if you're listening to me today and your heart is beating and you're breathing, you can do it. So let's get on board and let's do it together. I will help you. You help me and I will help you and we will be a strong, united church. And we're going to make this thing. And are we coming in the end time? Absolutely. But the main goal is that we prepare for His second coming. That's the goal to all of this. Yes, you can make it. Don't let Satan warp your mind. Get control of your mind. Be born again. Find a good church. Get in church. Live for God. He that endureth to the end, what? The same shall be saved. God bless. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.